My name is Ty Wilson. I've been a musician for the better part of 20 years. Over that time, I have written, covered, and performed in almost every genre, from heavy metal to alt-rock to country music. I've met some amazing people along the way, and today, we're going to talk to one of them. This is Ty Wilson Talks. Hello, everyone, and happy Wednesday. Welcome to another episode of Ty Wilson Talks. This is episode 20. Couple announcements before we get started here. Um, if you're listening on Wednesday, October 27th, then tonight I am playing at Farm Hill Weddings just outside of Peterborough from 6 till 9 p.m. Uh, and then Saturday, I am at McThirsty's. Uh, pub in Peterborough from 8 to 12. So I hope to see some familiar faces there. Uh, and uh, yeah, come on, say hi if you uh, if you come on out. Uh, into today's podcast, we have a good friend of mine and amazing comedian, uh, formerly musician who he was amazing at, at that as well. Just a super talented, uh, super, to, super talented guy. Um, Logan Brown is his name brand new comedian coming out he's already making some waves he's he's out there gigging a ton we talk about quite a few things from both of us suffering from adhd um but it can also be a little bit of a superpower that way uh, we talk about cancel culture a little bit we talk about comedy in ontario and uh yeah i uh, i had a lot of fun with logan i'm i laughed harder than i have in a while with him and uh it was overall just a really fun podcast to do so i hope you enjoy it as much as i did here he is mr logan brown logan my dude yeah what's going on man hey man uh you know what a whole lot of stuff but uh right now just talking to you that's what's up good shit man good shit yeah yeah (laughs) thanks for having me i do i I appreciate you man i appreciate you being flexible and shit too man comedians they're crazy people they're like show up early and i'm like fucking absolutely not so (laughs) (laughs) same thing as musicians bro it's like yeah you got to be a little bit flexible it's just how 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 it all works out right yeah yeah 100 percent. you got a feature show uh spot tonight so you don't show up till what like midnight (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you yeah, fuck yeah. No, it's uh, it kicks off at like eight thirty, and I go on. I don't know. The host is is pretty good at like uh, Liam Liam Rado. He's pretty good at like uh, using up time as a as a host. So I probably won't be able to go on until like ten ten thirty. So it'll be this is perfect. So that's awesome. Is this your first feature or or? Because you've been doing lots lately, man. I've been actually trying to keep up with the the spots you're doing. I know you you started this fairly recently, so um, yeah. How, how's that all going? It's it's been great, man. Yeah, this is will be my second feature. My first one was last night at a place called Arcane uh, Gaming Lounge, and yeah, this will be my uh, my second feature. My um, it's it's just been it's been great, man. Like I feel like I've really dialed in what I was supposed to do, like making the transition for music, especially after the apocalypse, I was yep. like, well, what the fuck do I do? And for a time, I because I got a job at Canada Post and I, you know, I started making good money doing that. And I was like, right, maybe this is what I meant to be. Maybe I'm just one of those guys that just like sits back, gets fat, like has a couple kids <laughs> and has some grandkids. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then the more I would when I, I got off social media to try and like detox myself of like comparing myself to my friends and everything like that. And I just couldn't shake that I didn't want to 
do something for somebody else. Not even that I want to be like this wild entrepreneur that has like hundreds of employees working for them. But it's like, I just wanted to kind of like, be creative and do that. And I always found the set like the sentence like, you got to be creative to be like, super like, like hippy dippy, like your chakra smells like butternut squash type of shit. (laughs) Uh, But comedy was something that I've always loved. So I figured I would I would give it a go. And I've always wanted to do it. You know, and I, I would mix it in with with music, especially playing bars. Like you gotta you gotta wrangle in drunks that only want to yeah. hear country music somehow. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. You gotta, but, keep, uh, you gotta keep them occupied. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. So it, it felt like a, a natural transition to something that I've always wanted to do and was my first love, anyways. And sure enough, the good Lord blessed me with a decent enough set that I was like, "Fuck!" Now I got to do this for the rest of my life. God damn yeah. it! You know. I mean, what I've really thought was awesome about uh, about yourself is that like a lot of people go, well, I think I might transition to comedy or I think I'm going to start comedy. And then, you know, maybe they'll do one open mic or something like that. And uh, you've thrown yourself right into it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I always see you're somewhere you're player, you're you're uh, I, I want to say playing, but it's not playing anymore. It's uh, gigging, I guess, or doing a spot somewhere. And uh, and that's you know, badass. And I, I saw a couple of videos and I was fucking giggling. So I oh, good, funny, man. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck, good. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, man, like the, the, I mean, you know, just as well as anybody else, that all or nothing thing is ADHD through and through. 100%. Like I got diagnosed back in June um, by, normally you're supposed to go in and you're supposed to get brain tests because my doctor was like, we like to rule out whether or not it's ADD or ADHD or autism spectrum disorder. But he right. was, he just gave me like, you check all the boxes. So I'm comfortable giving you a diagnosis. Now, maybe he's a shitty doctor and I have like early onset adult Alzheimer's. We'll check back <laughs> in a year to see how I'm yeah. doing. Like this interview, right. like six months from now might be completely different. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, when I got diagnosed, I was like, okay, at least I have not a not an excuse, but a reason as to why I am the way that I am a little bit. And uh, it 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 definitely hurts me for anything else that I want to do. Like I've done a couple marketing things here and there. I've tried learning like Japanese. I've tried like I, I've gotten heavy into like cooking blogs and everything under the sun only to abandon it like a month later at best. Yeah. Um, but it really did help with the comedy thing because number one, I make myself laugh. Mm-hmm. And that is the basis for all my jokes. It's like if I have a tangent or an idea that gets me giggling, then I know I can turn that into a bit. And number two, it helps because of the hyper fixating. I can yeah. just dial into comedy. And then if I have like three or four things that I'm only ever doing, like eating, working out, listening to comedy and then writing comedy, it's like all of a sudden the noise of everything else doesn't really exist anymore. So that's that's the one positive to this illness that we share. <laughs> So. Yeah, it's it's one of those things, man, because I got diagnosed in April. So it was just before you. And yeah. I never had a brain scan or anything like that either. So maybe our, our doctors are just bad. But yeah, I'm, I'm, th- <laughs> I'm, I'm thankful they gave me the meds because yeah, it's been uh, it's amazing because I used to just get to a point like where I was. I was just hype. I was just tired all the fucking time because my brain was you know, just spinning its wheels. And so I'd have all these things. And I'm like, I'm gonna do this, this, this is this. And then by the time I got to that, I was like, I'm not doing any of this. I'm fucking just fatigued. So this uh, the, the medications definitely like, let me focus on, you know, writing music, playing, you know, playing guitar, really focusing on that stuff and getting my shit in order that way. And then also being able to work out, take care of myself and, and do all those things that normal humans are supposed to do. That, right, uh, right. You know, you, you can have such a, you can have a hard time with when, uh, 
yeah when your brain's just fucking out in left field for three quarters of your day yeah man yeah no it's it's definitely like my my thing is i'm blessed with like that i'm gonna be me as much as i possibly can so what the thing that helps for me is that i let myself stim regardless of where that i am and i don't have anything like i don't go like woo or anything like that so i'm not freaking people out in public but i do tend to like whistle or snap my fingers or clap my hands quite a bit and i've just like completely resigned myself to like if you don't like it fuck off. You know what yeah. I mean? So that's, that's kind of that that's helped me a little bit because I'm not on medication. I get like, I, and I know it's stupid. I, I should probably talk to the doctor about like Adderall or something. But like, I, I get wigged out about is it going to take away my ability to write comedy? And like, right. is is this me like my ability to just fucking blah, is, is that yeah. is that what makes me funny? So I, I haven't gone on it. I figured out how to like, meditate and work with right. the sort of like and, and I have a great partner who's like no you're hyper fixating you don't need to go out and buy 25 kettlebells because yeah, like yeah. you saw Rogan do a fucking clean press and you're like fucking that's how I do it man that's that's, that's what I'm doing for the next <laughs> two months and <laughs> yeah and then I become obsessed with fucking everything about kettlebells and like my stabilizer muscles and only to abandon yeah. it a month later but retain all the information anyways you know what? oh yeah it's Oh, yeah, man, it's all up there, but it's just, uh, <laughs> I mean, so like the, the medication I found really kind of did the, op- like it, it helped me really focus in on the actual shit I want to do because I just mm. wasn't doing well without it. So, but I'm happy you've like, I, I do meditate as well. I'm on an antidepressant. Like I had to throw shit at this because I was just going down. I was, right. I got in the same place that you were, um, kind of a little while back, I guess, where I was like, maybe, you know, I'm just not a musician anymore. Maybe like, I'm just like, I'm just going to play some bars and, and yeah, I'm going to sit here and get fat and, you know, have a couple kids and, and that's going to be my life. But yeah, <clears throat> I had uh, um, a little bit of a, a breakthrough, I guess, back in January where I was like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like, stop you're not this person like you're not happy you're you're not really content um you know i'm lucky i like my job and that stuff but it was like you're 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 fucking 30 years old like you're not done yet you can just just keep going so um getting on medication quit drinking for that bit get my shit in order and uh and then now i'm you know i eight months or almost nine months later i'm i feel like i'm completely different person artist and uh you know, I'm just doing stuff that I like doing. And that's, and that's been the biggest, I guess, perk of kind of figuring out that mental health aspect of everything and getting my shit in order was like, I can have the balance of doing the things I want to do. Um, and there are ways to like, fix or address what is going on in my head that makes me, you know, stressed out or tired or, or fatigued and all that kind of stuff. So seeing a therapist, getting on the medications, quitting drinking for a bit. That's all been, it's all been positives. And that's kind of like shifted my shit around. And then I also meditate as well. I try and meditate each morning, which is clutch. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's, I mean, it seems like you've got it dialed in, which is, you know, more than, more than, uh, we're, we're lucky, I guess, in that way, because it's more than we can say for a lot of other people that are suffering from this. So we're, you yeah. know, blessed to be able to kind of have figured it out at the age that we have. And I mean, like, you know, I, my thoughts are with any kid right now that's getting diagnosed yeah. with this. That's like, you know, maybe not young, young, but like a middle of high school that just like teachers yeah. don't know how to deal with somebody that's like 
has a different time learning or, or, or a little right. more challenging time paying attention in class. And the parents are like, what's well, just fucking ADHD? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what, oh, yeah. okay. You know what I mean? It's, it's a different, yeah. um, it's, it's, I mean, it's debilitating, man. I mean, I, I've said this on uh, several times and I try to be open about it, but like, I've thought about taking my own life a couple of times just because mm-hmm. it's, you, you feel like I, you, you, especially when you're in the, 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 the midst of a hyperfixation where you feel like this is what I meant to do. Um, yeah. which is a different feeling than how I feel about comedy. Rest assured, all right. of my comedy friends out there. But uh, <laughs> when you're in the midst of a hyperfixation and you're like, this is my purpose, and then it peters off after two weeks and you're left with this like empty hole in your chest of like, what am I? Like, you know, yeah. it, it's, yeah. it's, it, I don't wish that shit on anybody, least of all some like kid who doesn't have the support system that you or I have that's going right. to have their parents telling them it's not real and their teachers saying just fucking pay attention or you're going to get an F and you're not going to amount to anything. So, well, that's it. I think that, uh, like even myself coming, you know, getting to my diagnosis and everything, like I met, you meet so much resistance in, or at least I did, you know, it was three conversations with my therapist. It was, you know, two or three conversations with my doctor before they're like, okay, well, we'll try you on this, but it is like, you know, a schedule a narcotic. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) it's like, all right, just give me, give me my medical speed. All right. (laughs) Yeah. 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 You're going to want to crush this up and snort one a day. every like Yeah. Yeah. No, it was don't crush this up because it's got a, uh, uh, what's it called? There's something in the tablets that'll just disintegrate it and destroy it if you try and oh, crush wow. it up because it's time release. Oh yeah, they've thought this through. So, <laughs> but they're like uh, musician, eh? All right, we'll get like, them the we'll get them the dissolvable <laughs> ones. Like, yes. Hmm. Music, dr- yeah. alcohol problems. Uh, all right, yeah. So we're gonna give you these time release capsules and yeah. don't don't fuck with them. Yeah. Fucking, we're giving him Flintstones vitamins. Like, fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah, it's he, there's no drugs in these. It's just, it's just placebo. Yeah. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. Oh man, what a fucking doctor's eh? Jesus Christ. Hey, I'm I'm all right with it. It's it's worked out. Whatever it is, placebo, real thing. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Take the, it. the combination of the two. I'll take it. It works. <laughs> yeah. So, so when because you were playing tons of shows like you and Taylor and that stuff and, and all that. What was it just fatigue? Like what brought you to that point where you were like, ah, man, you know, I just don't want to do this anymore. Like, were you just not enjoying it? Were you like, what was the, what brought you to there? And then, you know, you, you took the job with, with Canada post and then, you know, you got brought to comedy. So walk me through kind of how that all processed out. Yeah. Well, like COVID, that was probably the big one. Cause that was co. I feel like shitty saying this, but like because so many people have just like, you know, have been so negatively affected by it. Mm-hmm. But the end of the world, so, uh, you know, so to speak, was probably one of the best things to happen for me because it gave me that perspective of like, I mean, even just from a career standpoint, I didn't realize how much I didn't like doing it until I stopped making money at it. Right. And then once that well dried up, I was like, you know what? Fuck Wagon Wheel. Like, fuck Wonderwall. Like, I hate these fucking songs, man. You know? Like, when you're making 300 bucks a night plus like 200 bucks in tips in like some bar in Petawawa, 
you don't even think about it. You're like, no, fucking, no. I will suck Darius Rucker's dick right now. You know, <laughs> I'm going to play this fucking wagon wheel. Huh? Oh, straight. <laughs> it'll be like the it. best version of yeah. wagon wheel you've ever heard with a fucking 10 minute guitar solo in between. But no, man, like it was like once I started playing, I did one, maybe two weeks of just live streams where I was taking tips off live streams. And then it was that uh, PayPal thing where you can only get it at the end of every week. Right. And it was like $40 deposited for like seven, eight hours worth of live streams was deposited into my bank account. And I could yeah. see the forest through the trees. Like I could be like, okay, right. well, if I double down on this, I will eventually be able to go to Twitch and do this and that and everything. But then I had to be honest with myself. I'm like, do you like doing this? If you yeah. don't like doing this, then it's time to jump shit. Like the good Lord has given you every fucking opportunity to jump ship right now. So if you're going to do this, like do it. And if Just not get a job at Canada post. So that's what I did. I took the job at Canada post, man. And like, you know, like I'd said earlier, I always have loved comedy. Like since I was nine years old, I could repeat, like I actually sent Dane cook a message. He liked it. He liked oh, it amazing. on Instagram. <laughs> he, oh my uh, God. He liked it. <laughs> but I sent him a message the other day. Like I remember verbatim the entire vicious circle, um, special like his big stand-up special when yeah, it came out yeah. and just repeating that to all the lame kids in my seventh grade that their oh, parents yeah. wouldn't let them stay you know what i mean their oh, parents yeah. wouldn't let them stay up so i knew this whole fucking thing about doing a b and e and i would yeah. just change the names around to like friends that they would never you know i mean to, now that's called joke theft now and it's very serious to anybody else that there that wants to it. start comedy but i mean i i've always loved doing stand-up so I, again, like I did the soul searching thing and then fell into stand up and was like, oh, fucking this is it. And I mean, you yeah. we've known each other for a long time, like since you're like, yeah. you know, one of your first couple. But you knew me since my first band. We played that gig in Peterborough together. Yeah, and I was going to say that was like and you guys were fucking awesome. Uh, oh, thanks. I, man. I think you like covered a Kill Switch Engage song. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 But I mean, like, so, you know, like, I love music. I'll, like, I don't yeah, look at music like it was a hyperfixation. Aspects of it, like learning how to play fingerstyle guitar or jazz, that was definitely a, a hyperfixation. But I yeah. still love music. I just, I'm not in love with music in the way that I want to make that my full-time vocation and really go in on it, you know? Right. Well, it seems like you've you've definitely hit your stride with this then. And that's, like, that's yeah. going to be a great feeling for you where you're like, you know, this is kind of starting to work and, and, uh, in, in such a short period of time. And, and obviously you've got an act for it. So, uh, and I remember that Dane cook special. Holy fuck. I think that was the, the strongest I've laughed when I was younger. I think I was like 13, yeah. 14, 15. When I first heard it, I was sitting on the deck of a trailer in the trailer park that I lived in. Cause you know, that's what I did. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, my, I think my girlfriend at the time or her brother put it on and it was like a burn disc. Fuck that. that like the Kool-Aid man joke. Dude. Wrecked, wrecked me. Dude. Wrecked me. And uh, oh, the whole thing, the whole thing. I, it was it was so funny. And so that was, you know, yeah. Fuck Dane Cook's a legend. Yeah, man. It's, well, it's, it's fucking it's classic. I mean, all that stuff back then was like I remember Norm's special, the one that everybody quotes like that. Yeah. That one had come out relatively around like I think, I think within the next couple of years. And that one was instrumental. Like Norm to this day, rest in peace, is like right. my favorite comic. Um, I'm trying to think like, I mean, my dad was a big prior guy. Carlin's last special had come out around the same time. Like I was Russell Peters too. Like, yeah, his first yeah. Couple Somebody going to get hurt real bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Remember, Eddie Murphy's raw. I remember watching that with my dad and fucking yeah. crying as well. Oh yeah, it's, man. 
yeah like there's there's so many good ones that I, I, who do you like now? Like who's, who is, who are some of your influences at the moment? Yeah. Um, like I'm a big Burt Kreischer guy. Um, yeah. Burt's fun. Burt's funny as fuck. Yeah. Burt's hilarious. And then, uh, fuck. I'm, his name's escaping right now, but he does all the music shit. Um, oh, uh, just had that special come out. Not Bo Mark Burnham. Rebier. Bo Burnham. Oh, Bo Burnham. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, but yeah, Bo Burnham's great. I'm a big uh, see. My thing, and it it's in with with my style is uh, I like guys who like say words in a funny way. So like guys like Theo Vaughn or like Chris D'Elia, especially on podcasts. Um, I'm a big Tom Segura fan. Che Darina, he's a Canadian guy. Jeremy Hotz, fucking Lewis Black, Lewis Black, the fucking like that shit, like. I, I don't care if he, if it's a gimmick and he does it a thousand times in the middle of his. I'll it's pay so forty funny. bucks just to see him shake his head for an hour, and I'll be like, ah, that's exactly yeah. what I wanted. So, you know that, yeah, that for, I'm sure there's like a hundred dudes in Ottawa right now. There's a couple of guys that I have seen, and I'm like, holy fuck! Like the, you get those like uh, you know, when you think to yourself, oh, I wish I wrote Imagine or I wish I wrote neon by John Mayer or some shit. Like yeah. there's a lot of comics that I'm like, fuck, I wish I thought of that act. Like George is silly in Ottawa. Um, Bobby Knopf, uh, Trevor Thompson, Liam Rado, Danny Mayer. Um, fuck. There's probably so many, yeah. uh, so many that I'm not thinking of. Simone Holder's a killer. Like there's so many Ottawa Simone comics awesome. now that I've just like, I've looked up to, or I'm looking up to currently that I'm like, man, like these guys are, these, they're funny. They're not just like, I can only compare it to when you go and see your buddy's band and they're yeah. like a good local band and you're like, ah, it was, that was cool. Like I'm hanging out with my buddies and like they can sing yeah. in tune and play their instruments. But then you go and see another buddy's band and you're like, holy fuck, why aren't these guys fit? Like that's a song. Now that, that's a fucking yeah, song. That's a fucking that's, song. Yeah. You know, that's the, it's got that's the hook. The sh- it's got the hooks. <laughs> like, that's the shit right there. So yeah. Yeah. That's the same. Oh, Al Babcock. Al Babcock is another fucking Al. Ba- I couldn't, I, yeah, I could not get through without giving Al Babcock a, a shout and Patrick Hellier a shout. Cause those two, those two guys are like my fucking comedy godfathers out of Kingston right now. So fucking shout out to them. That's amazing. And so you're traveling. So you're, I think, in Perth still. Is that where you're? Yeah, you're uh, Smith Falls. Smith Falls. Cool. Yeah. So you're going between Kingston and Ottawa. Is there a few places like is there a few comedy places uh, or is it do they usually have my bars? Like what's the scenario there? Unfortunately, I don't know much about the Canadian comedy scene. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, unfortunate. I, I've always been a fan of comedy. I just, you know never never made it around to get there we had yuck yucks in peterborough for a while and then that closed down because the guy was selling coke at the back door but uh... oh jesus <laughs> well, well well i'm actually at yuck yucks november 24th in ottawa they will not right. be selling coke at the back door that oh, i know shit. of um yeah, although howard was just on the the owner was just on a podcast about to how he got sam kinnison coke uh and like he in his rider it says that he needs a bottle of vodka and a dime bag of coke or a fucking eighth of Coke or whatever. And so Howard went and he got a double, like he got two things of vodka and two things of Coke because he knew that Sam Kinison at four in the morning was going to be like, hey, you don't happen to have any more blow on you. He was like, and he played the club fucking every year because of that. (laughs) Because of that. (laughs) I got him back. What a G, man. Oversell. Oversell. I would never have survived. I'm such a fucking beta, dude. I would never have survived the 80s and 90s comedy scene. Like I would have walked in there five foot six, 160 pounds. And they're like, you want some blow? And I would have been like, yeah, <laughs> like, <I'm laughs> such a fucking piece of shit. 
thank god i'm doing this in 2021 like (laughs) yeah yeah where everybody's sober and uh yeah we're all all getting our shit together yeah no you see somebody with that fucking pablo yesca bar and you're like what what's up with this guy but back in the day it was just fucking whatever but no anyways to to answer your question we got sidetracked there with talking about cocaine um no, to answer your question, uh, it's it's um, a whole bunch of comics will do uh, like open mic nights. So bars will uh, let us kind of bring sound systems in and host open mic nights on usually on weekdays. The shows, there's comedy clubs uh, and they reserve nights on you know, Friday, Saturday and sometimes Sunday um, where it's like it's a legit show. Don't bring your notebook on stage. Have your 15 minutes of prepared material. And if you bomb, you're probably not going to get invited back. <laughs> you're not going to get back here. Yeah. yeah. And those are like like the absolutes do that. The Ottawa Comedy Lounge does that. Uh, uh, Yuck Yucks is that sort of thing. You know, like uh, all of those those types of comedy clubs do that sort of shit. But no, man, I've got I've, I have my fill of places to play. There's places in Oshawa. I was actually just talking to a buddy about like, hey, we should run the run it by the garnet and see if they uh, want to do a oh, comedy yeah. night. It's like fucking yeah. all you need is, is a speaker and a microphone and, nice and easy, right? all yeah, of our gigs are for free anyway. So if, if one person walks in with like a fucking $30, then at least we're getting 10 bucks, you know, three comics are getting 10 right. bucks, which is more than we can say for most of the gigs that we do. <laughs> like, so fuck yeah. it. And, and so when you guys are doing like the open mics, and that stuff, is it like a five minute, like here's five minutes material? Do you do 15? What's your usual, like what's your set time? Yeah, uh, so it depends on the show, but like usually it's anywhere between like five to eight minutes. That's kind of the sweet spot. You'll get a light, which is just one comedian shining the light on his phone. Um, <laughs> yeah. In comedy clubs, there's an actual, there's a red there's light. That will, light. Yeah. yeah, it will pop on, but it's usually just a, you know, or somebody will yell light from the audience, um, but uh, which will throw you off. But anyways, uh and then if you're doing a feature, which is what I've been doing for the last couple of nights, is uh, that's 15 minutes. So you just get to riff. Not Well, you don't riff. You do your material 15 minutes. But I write so much that I'm trying to do like, I know that I have at least like 25, 30 minutes. So I'm trying to do different 15-minute spots. I would like to do at least 15 minutes every time because I find that that's like, I find that that's harder. Like that's that gets you to figure out what's, because anybody can write, I think, a clever enough bit for five minutes. Like five minutes of like, pontificating about a subject that you're just passionate about, even if it's got like only a half punch line. I think like people can like most people could probably do that. But putting on a show like 15 minutes is a show. Like that's like a set. You got to do fucking you got to do the time, especially if you're like a storyteller or like an ideas comic the way that I am. Um, 15 minutes is like you got to do 15 minutes. And at the seven minute mark, make sure people haven't gone to sleep. You know, like that. So that's <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, exactly. I enjoy that aspect of it. It's definitely especially doing it at a place like Arcane. It's a dry bar. Nobody's drinking. It's usually only comics. So like everybody has either a heard your material before or B, they want to hear some fucked up shit if they've seen you for the first time, because this is their 10th open mic of the week. And they're like, they're ready for some shit. So I like doing new stuff there because it's a fight. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, the place that I'm at now is like, it's, it's great. So I'm, I'm excited to do the feature here. This one's my like soft, like I, hopefully I'll kill. And I, I probably was an 80% chance that I'll kill. Whereas like with arcane, it's more like a fucking 40%. So like, I was, I was just going to ask, so how's the community, um, of comics? Like, is it kind of a hard one to break into? Are you meeting any resistance that way or are they all pretty welcoming um when it comes um, down to teach ottawa and kingston have been the nicest for sure yeah I, and there's been like there's gems everywhere because it's just we're all people right 
Um, but Ottawa and Kingston have been the two nicest ones. Like I have not met a single person that like, even if they don't like my act, they don't tell me about it. Whereas like the closer you get to Toronto, the more people are like, look, man, are you in this to be in this? Or are you just wasting people's fucking time? <laughs> so oh, it's really? like, oh <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, there's people that have been doing it for like 15, 20 years, the right. same seven minutes. And they're just like, oh, man. yo, man, like yeah. they're just if, if you didn't like that joke, fuck you. Like, that's the type of mentality that they have. So right. <laughs> that's not the way. Yeah, it's not the way to be. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's definitely it's terrifying for anybody that's new. I remember the second it was like the, the third or fourth like show show that I had ever done. I, uh, I did it in Oshawa and I had been doing this one bit that was kind of music related. I, I was mentioning about how nobody everybody's so focused on the people that were canceling today, but everyone seems to forget that like Michael Jackson did his thing and people and Jimmy page like once kidnapped a girl, but where I was doing it because I only had that seven minutes of material. I was doing it in this bar that was full of people like that were super young or were like African immigrants and didn't understand who the fuck I was talking about. So when I was like Jimmy page, everybody was like, who, who is this guy? Who's that? And I was like, ah, fuck. Like, you know. <laughs> this isn't going to land. <laughs> I stand by that the first half of that set went over well. It was as soon as I started talking about fucking Jimmy Page and classic rock was when people's eyes started to glaze over. Glazed over, yeah. Does it, I, like, because you're, you're younger than myself, like, does it feel weird going into rooms like that now where, you're, like, you're now becoming an older person? <laughs> an older person? <laughs> uh yeah, well, man, like, like, because that was me with you at the Red Dogs. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, I'm 25, but for at least for the last three years, I've looked about 47. So I'm I'm totally cool with. Uh, I, I I tend to like jive with everybody. The only thing that gets me a little bit is I I am like I've done a couple of shows now where it's been mostly a Queens University audience or whatever at the mansion, and a couple of times I'm like. I should twist the words here to make it more relatable or, you know, emphasis on on a TikTok joke or something. Like I one time the punchline for one of my jokes, well, not the punchline, but like in between uh, like the tag for one of my jokes, I said good soup, which is a TikTok trend. And the place was just like, ah, it was like the biggest laugh that I got. And I'm like, you fucking Zoomers, you know, <laughs> you fucking pieces you of shit. idiots. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there's there's that. Um, but no, most of the time. I like my stuff's pretty safe. Like I, I talk about sex a little bit and uh, I, I say the F word like it's a comma, but yeah. my stuff like I'm not alien. I'm not Dave Chappelle. I'm not up right. there like talking for an hour and a half about like one group of people and calling them pieces of shit. So, <laughs> right. so yeah. Yeah. And now do you find your writing style is similar to like when you're writing music? Is it completely different now? Like how, how does that usually go for you? It's similar in the sense that I get it done quick. I always had a philosophy of like, if the song's there, like you're going to get 60 to 70% of it done in the first little bit. And then like a bridge section or like some lyrics are going to take some time. But that's the same thing with with comedy. People are always like, they're coming up to me and they're like, wow, I can't believe you already have like whatever, 30 minutes of material already. And I'm like, this, I just love doing it. Like I love writing is probably like, I like people hearing my stuff and, and getting reception and, and, you know, almost as much as I like, well, it comes and goes, I guess, but I, I really do love writing, like making myself laugh and being like, oh, that's a funny, like, especially doing Canada post shit where I'm just like driving from one mailbox to the next. And I say something that yeah. just gets myself going. So now I'm just in the habit of turning the radio off and just doing my 40 minute drive to and from work completely silent, just talking to myself. So 
Yeah, it's not crazy. Not no, no, crazy not, not crazy. Hey, if it pays the bills eventually, fucking I, I recommend say, it to all anyone. For it. Yeah. <laughs> Go off your schizophrenia medication. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> I just got canceled. Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks for having me on, Ty. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. All right. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> As uh, is Taylor, does, does Taylor get freaked out that you're like, you know, talking to yourself at home or is she used to it by now? No, she's so used to it. And she's the best man because she doesn't like comedy. She thinks like people trying to make you laugh, especially if it's like, what's the deal with airplane food stuff? Uh, <laughs> she thinks it's like the cringiest shit of all time. So if so I have a, a bit that I'm working out, I will talk to her. And it's I mean, it's prepared me for bombing. Absolutely. Right. She's stone faces yeah. the whole especially if it's about sex. Like she's like, what are you talking about? Like, that's gross. Like my mom <laughs> likes likes your act. Like, don't don't do that if she's there. I'm like, what are you? T- I'm not just gonna not do my act. Like, your yeah. mom has had six kids. <laughs> she, she knows what I'm talking she, about. Okay? She knows what it is. Yeah. Right? <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's not gonna be like, what? Like, you know, like, yeah. So she's not a big Seinfeld fan. That's what you're saying. No. Is what you're saying? <laughs> no, no, she's not. In- no, her favorite. Uh, if she has a favorite comedian, it's like Tim and Eric. Because it's right, so, right, like that yeah. situational humor is just like, and yeah, it's yeah. so funny. And I'm a big fan as well. Like, I just, it's hard for me to cite them as like, well, no, I guess they would be comedic influences, but it's not, they're not stand up yeah. comedians. So it's like, you know, but I mean, Tim Heidecker's stand up special, which is like a parody yeah. on stand up, has been especially stoned, one of the hardest I've ever yeah. laughed. I mean, the first yeah. five minutes is him not, the bit is him not being able to get the microphone in the stand. And he's like losing, he's like, what the yeah. fuck? What am I doing? What the fuck are you talking about? Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's I have, I have a, a Dr. Steve Rule t-shirt. So, um, oh, you know exactly, which, yeah. I know exactly. I'm fucking man, for some <laughs> reason that character just fucking Dude. crushes me. Dude, it's, it's you're having a bad just time. Just go to bed. It's just There's no sad times. It's just dreams. It's just dreams. It's Dr. Steve Rule for your health. For your health. <laughs> fucking, oh Dude. man, yeah. I I uh I don't yeah, I had to show that to everybody and every all so many of my friends looked at me like, This is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. I'm like, No, oh, it's fucking hilarious, wrong. <laughs> dude, dude, that like that fucking there's that new sketch show now with Tim Robinson, I think his name is. He's a former writer on Saturday Night Live, and he's got his own sketch show. And there's a bit where this old guy is like stealing his like they all order dinner together. It's him and, and, and three other people. And he, they're all talking and trying to, you know, chum up and shit. And he just keeps going. Man, that's a great sandwich. That looks like I wish I wish I ordered that sandwich and then keeps like reaching for the sandwich being like, ah, I'm just joking. And he's like, do you want a bite of this? And he's like, I'm going to eat the whole thing, Tim. <laughs> and it makes me laugh. But nobody else finds it funny. It's so fucking funny. Uh, I think you should leave. That's the name of the sketch show. I think you should okay. leave. It's so fucking funny. Like the way he just reaches for a chicken sandwich and it's just like, I'm going to eat the whole thing. To, just the most absurd bullshit that you've ever seen. Yeah, I think it's like like that absurd comedy is is it definitely falls on deaf ears sometimes. But yeah, yeah, if you get if you get it, it's fucking so funny. Yeah. Yeah. So funny. So who are your like. uh I mean, who are your top three comedians of all oh. time? They're probably going to be the same as most people, but, uh, you know, Kenneth yeah. maybe Murphy. Top, uh, top one is for sure Norm. And then the other yeah. two, like, they do tend to rotate. I'm in a real Lewis Black kick right now. I just listened to his most recent special. That's the thing, man. It's like getting into this. There's so many comedians that I was exposed to as like a young kid. Like my dad was just like, you got to you gotta check this out. 
uh, kiddo and would like fucking throw these guys at me. And uh, I forgot all about them. And then now I'm rediscovering them again. So like, right. I mean, I think Lewis Black, I got to put up there. And then I think it's the third spot is just keeps rotating depending on who's getting canceled uh, with uh, <laughs> Theo Vaughn, Chris D'Elia, and Shane Gillies or Shane Gillis yeah. right now. I think those three are kind of like, but then it's like guys like Mark Norman and Sam Morell who yeah. do like more quintessential joke writing and joke telling. Like right. I, I like those guys. They're more influences on, on my writing, but then yeah guys like Mark Norman and Sam Morell from like a standpoint of like how to construct the perfect joke, the setup, the punchline, the tag going for the third thought instead of the first, the surprise, you know, the first few surprises that would immediately come to mind when you're setting up the joke. Like those guys are, are scientists when it comes to shit like that. But I think, I, I think that three to six that I mentioned in the beginning, I think those are probably the, the guys. Yeah. Yeah. I was, you mentioned, can't mention canceling and it's like, man, I really like Louis CK. Like, why can't I like him anymore? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. It's, it gets down yeah. to that, like separating art from the artist. I think it's, exactly. it's most powerful when you're thinking about, um, music I find. Cause I mean, you can't help what makes you laugh. You can't help what you tap your toe to, but it's like, right. like guys like R Kelly, for example, like yeah. it's, it's absolutely like atrocious to like what he did. Definitely. But then it's like people are like, oh, you can't listen to his music because it's supporting him. It's like, I don't think it is because I, th I think he, he's his money. I don't think he's getting any of that money anymore. I think it just goes to like his, uh, his foundation and is getting rerouted to like a woman's shelter at this point. Um, but it's like if I there's somebody R. Kelly was so big. There's somebody out there who was like on the ledge ready to, you know, pills in hand, like noose over the fucking thing and the stepladder ready to go. And then they heard, I believe I can fly. And they were like, no, I'm going to give it one more day. Like who yeah. the fuck, who, who are we? You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. like his victims aside, who are we as, as a society to be like, that's the bad, you know what I mean? Like, and it's, you got to take things as a, as a term to term base. I think that's where you run into the situation. Cause I'm like, I'm not a big Ch Chappelle fan and I didn't like his latest special, you know, part of me, I'm on, I teeter on depending on, on the day and how outraged I am and how much coffee I've had. Like I I'm on the tightrope of like, is what he's saying necessarily dangerous or not? You know what I mean? Like that's how strongly I feel about what he's saying. Um, but it's like, you have to evaluate it on a, on a term to term basis. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's the same thing. Like fucking Aziz Ansari got canceled for being a shitty fuck. And they looked at him like he was uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Like, Oh, these are absolutely the same thing. They're both me too situations. It's like, well, you know, but I'm, yeah. I am a straight half white man. So don't listen to me. In fact, edit out this entire segment <laughs> and just fucking come to my show. I've yeah. spoken too much. Just come to my fucking show. They're all bad. Fuck Aziz Ansari. Just come to the gig, okay? They're all bad. I don't like R. Kelly either. Can't, I don't. I don't even like. I don't like. I believe I can fly. Why would I stick up for him? I didn't even like the song. Trapped in the I closet start, is great. No apologies. I was say if I start uh, saying singing remix to ignition, I know you're gonna fucking go with me. Oh, uh, so. dude, dude. I mean, well, no, I'm not a big Zeppelin fan, but like fucking, I don't know. Even Michael Jackson, Man in the Mirror. Ah, yeah. yeah. Can't tell me tune. I can't listen to that anymore. Ugh. I have a hard time. Like Ryan Adams was someone I loved. Right, um, dude. And like got me through a lot of shit. And so when all that stuff came out, I was like, motherfucker. Like, Ugh. come on, man. Yeah. Fuck. And 
and it's like and so it was, i just yeah i had to separate the artist from the art because i had appreciated so much and i you know played some of his tunes and that stuff and then like i finally got to a point i warred in my brain being like do i play it do i stop playing it do i stop listening to it completely blah blah, blah. And then i was like you know what no it's it, it holds a place for me mm-hmm. and when i'm playing it i'm doing it through my perspective anyway so i'm just gonna do that and uh i guess hope for the best but yeah yeah at some point you just gotta make your own decisions with that stuff like by no means do i condone any of the bullshit that he did but he made good art so yeah yeah i mean and you know what honestly like listen to your heart's content you know what i mean like i i don't know if i would like I never played any Leonard Skinner at my gigs because they flew the Confederate flag. And regardless of whether or not those guys in particular were racist, it could have just been ignorant because of what's indoctrinated in Southern culture. I'm a black guy. So I yeah. can't just like, sweet home Alabama. Yeah, like you're yeah, asking yeah. me yeah. to lie to you. Feel good about you. it. You're asking yeah. me to lie to you. Like I don't look at my sister's ass and I'm a black man. So like both of those things, for those two reasons, I can never play sweet home Alabama and, and yeah. really mean the lyrics. Um, and it's the same thing. Like, you know, singing the song, if somebody's in the audience that had a situation like that happen to them and they know Ryan Adams's history, then it yeah. might make them a little bit uncomfortable. So for that, I would just like, OK, you know what? It's in my Spotify playlist, but it's off the set list. Yeah. Like I can replace like fucking there's tons of great ABBA, ABBA songs that I can throw in, you know, <laughs> that'll get people on the dance floor. Like I don't need to do yeah. the Ryan Adams tune or or the Michael Jackson tune or, or fucking whatever. So. Um, yeah, that's true. But uh, yeah, man, I mean, again, it's nobody's going to stop you from they, there's no thought police yet. So nobody's going to yeah. stop you from thinking the shit. So <laughs> it's getting there. Yeah. yeah. And uh, di- if you didn't know, it was complete ignorance. Um, I don't know if you've there's there's the documentary came out, but uh, they were on tour in in Britain on like one of their first tours ever. Uh, Leonard Skinner, by the way. Yeah. And uh, nobody knew. They just kept calling them Yanks and they hated that. Cause you know, they're from the South. So yeah. they're like, we're just going to do this. Cause this will show them. And then that just became their like synonymous with them. Oh. And, uh, and then they were like in this documentary, they're like, yeah, we didn't really know what the fuck it, it that's what it meant at the time. And then right, we just right, kind of yeah. got stuck with it. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I like, again, I'm not canceling. Right. Fuck, I'm not canceling <laughs> Skinner. Like, I don't give a fuck. Although like, you know, they say yeah. that in the documentary and then they're yeah. like on tour with the fucking th- it's like we didn't know it was racist but now that we do <laughs> yeah <laughs> now that we know. do yeah exactly it's fucking they all come yeah. out with like fucking white sheets over their head <laughs> like fucking okay now there's no question all right <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah yeah we double down we're doubling they're, down they're, <laughs> they doubled down on it they doubled to shit yeah oh yeah. well yeah anyway, fucking brother <laughs> So go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. I was just going to say Shane Gillies has got that hilarious bit in his special. I've, you, you should check it out on YouTube. It's funny as fuck. But he talks about uh, how all the Civil War was, was the, the, the North shooting racism out of the South. <laughs> and they were like, fine, fine, fine. We won't we won't keep them anymore. But we aren't going to be very nice to them until we find out that they can play football and then roll tide. <laughs> so good, dude. <laughs> that's fucking genius, man. Uh, oh, fuck. That's funny. Uh, anyway, man. Yeah. Tell everybody your your uh, social medias and all that. I can't even fucking talk. Yeah, fuck social the- medias and all that. Where, where they can find you, where they can find you tonight. Or I guess actually never. This isn't coming out until next week. So 
whatever your gigs are next week, say that. Fuck yeah, dude. Um, so uh, everything is just Logan Brown comedy. It's all at Logan Brown comedy, loganbrowncomedy.com. If you want to find out where I'm playing, uh, I've got, uh, where, where am I next week? I've got to uh, bring the ruckus. If you're in Ottawa, you want to come down to Ottawa uh, on the uh, 26th. That's Tuesday. Uh, it's at the Glebe Central Pub. And then on the 27th, I am doing the opening for the show uh, for Sterling Scott and uh at, at the mansion in kingston so if you want to come down and make the trek peterborough i'm hoping that i can make it out close to you at some point because i fucking i always loved it when i was playing music and i'm sure i'll love it even more if i'm making you guys laugh with all the cum jokes that i have in my set so god bless go. i can't wait i can't wait <laughs> <laughs> all right brother well, i hope you have a great night and have a good set tonight and thanks, uh, yeah we'll talk to you soon man all right thanks man you take care thanks bud all right that's it that's the podcast. I appreciate you listening today. If you could please do me one more favor, go to wherever you listen to your podcasts and write me a review or subscribe to the podcast there. It is so much appreciated and it helps me out tremendously. You can also check out all of my socials at Ty Wilson Music. That's Insta, Facebook, Twitter, whatever you'd like. Thank you so much for listening. This has been another episode of Ty Wilson Talks.